It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You're listening to the Auburn Express. Powered by the War Report. All aboard the AM departure from platform 334, the Auburn Express. We're running on time and expecting no hiccups. Doing the work, hard work, to bring you the best Auburn sports content you'll find anywhere. Gentlemen, 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 gentlemen. Auburn is right around the corner as it pertains to spring ball. There are some questions we need answers for, all right? What are those questions? Let's start with question number one. And let's talk about Hugh Freeze's offense, shall we? Let's talk about that. We want to know, can Hugh Freeze run his style of offense in 2024 and improve the passing attack. Obviously, the passing game has been a sore spot for Auburn. What, going back as far as, what, 2017? 18. 18? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2017 was last year was good, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so we're going on almost seven years of struggle at that area of, of Auburn's offense. Auburn has since have gone through two head coaches on his third since then. What can Hugh Freeze do? What has Hugh Freeze done in the past, guys? Uh, I'll try to breeze through these real quick. I'm going to read off some stats, number of plays, run-pass ratio. From 2012 all the way through 2023, obviously Hugh Freeze did not coach for three seasons, two, three seasons here. Some of the best years he's had. 2018, 
they ran 1,018 plays. Run-pass ratio, they ran 52% to 48% they threw it. 30 points per game, 8-5 and five record that year. That's 20. You said 20, how many plays? 2013. 2013, right. Yeah. yeah, 2013. I may have said the wrong thing, but 2013. In 2015, they ran 952 plays. They actually threw the ball 52% of the time, ran it 48% of the time, averaged 40.8 points per game, 10-3 and record. Chad Kelly was a starting quarterback that year. At Liberty, they ran it. Now, this was Malik Willis's first year. They A total of 797 plays. The run-pass ratio was 57 to 43%. They ran it 57% of the time, 38.2 points per game, 10-1 and that year. Had a few eight-win seasons sprinkled in here and there. Obviously, his last two years, his last season as a Liberty head coach, uh, and his first year at Auburn, the run-pass ratio was skewed badly in favor of the run, 61% to 39%. Can he improve that, gentlemen? And what does the ratio, it appears as though the ratio needs to be closer to 50%, to where he's incredibly balanced. What say you guys about that statistic? I'll start with you first, Mike G. Uh, yeah, I think that obviously any more, any offense is, is better when it's more balanced. But particularly in a Hugh Freeze offense, when the play count is lower, things aren't going so so well. So, you know, last year, I mean, in, in this all his years as a head coach, the fewest amount of plays he's run as a head coach resulted in one of the worst seasons he's had as a head coach. Now, it was the year one, and you can point to a lot of reasons for why that was, but uh, I think it just kind of points to they've got to run more offense in 2024. You know, they, they've got to run more offense, and they've got to eat 61 to 39. Actually, actually, to me, it's, it's not necessarily the less plays he's running, Mike, because the less plays he's ran was actually in yeah, 2020. Yeah, I'm sorry, 2020, 2020, yeah. yeah. By, so really, the, the issue is if he's running a lot, if he's running the ball a lot, that's not good for his yeah. offense. Yeah, it's got to be closer to 50-50, man. I mean, yeah. you're talking about the second least plays he's run, but either way, man, when the play count is below like 900, and things yeah. aren't going so well. <laughs> They've got to run more plays, and, you know, part of that is going to be sustaining more drives. Right. Lots of three and outs that led to not-so-great times for Auburn football. So, I mean, my thoughts, my starting thoughts on this are very simple, right? Like, you know, they need to figure out a way to sustain drives and move the ball effectively. Um, You know, Hugh Freeze, much to some people's surprise, he's run the ball a lot more than he's passed it throughout his career. Uh, so, you know, that means that Jarquez Hunter and those guys will get their opportunity to eat, but quarterbacks are going to have to see the same. I right, talk to me, man. What what can he can he improve the passing attack? Yeah, Obviously I mean, he needs to. But can he do it? I think the answer is going to be in the tempo. I think the answer is in the tempo. Uh, once he gets the offense running the way that he is used to, which is up tempo and allowing himself to get more advantages because people are just out of position, I think that will open some things up in the pass game. Now, of course, elephant in the room, I'm not even looking at the chat right now. Matter of fact, I don't even have our live chat up to see this, but I would wager to say that if people are answering this question, they are bringing up the topic of who's going to be the quarterback. 
Gotta and answer I, that question. That was gonna be my question. But but I think a lot ahead. of it has to do with mm. who's making the decisions on game day. Not talking about play calling. I'm talking about on the field, about yeah. do we run in this scenario? Do we pass in this scenario? Coach Hugh Freeze can't make that call from the sidelines, not in an RPO system where the quarterback is responsible for the read. Um, but to, to help that out a lot, I think the tempo is going to be a thing. And I said this on a morning drop recently. I think that they should just run tempo regardless of what the defense looks like. Be who you are and let your defense catch up with it. Defense going to catch up? I don't know. But listen, I'd rather, I'd rather lose a shootout than go out here and freaking not be able to put up any. I'm, I am tired of go, going as an Auburn fan. I'm tired of watching a poultry offense tried out there every single week. Now, it's going to frustrate me to watch a defense give up 30 points per game, right? Like, I'm not going to be happy about that either. But I feel as if we've got the right guy on the defensive side of the football that can get that fixed. But I need to see, because it's not going to be a talent issue, right? Like, we're going to have talent on that defense. They just need to be able to play in the right kind of scheme. We'll fix that. Can I see some offense, please? Yeah. Okay. Right. I'd like. I just. Approach. I'd like to see some offense. It'd be nice. I, I mean, it would be. I, we we have been bad at offense for going on seven years now. But Hugh Freeze has been bad at offense at Auburn for one year. So he's like, all right, give me a minute. We're like, no, now. We've been we've been terrible out here. So I I agree. He needs some time. But to to the point about the division run pass. See what we've seen from Hugh Freeze in year one here, is that he was willing to change how the offense is going to run to protect the defense. He did not attempt to run fast in the early going to, to play, play, uh, play offense quickly, to hurry up, specifically because the risk of not completing uh, passes or, or not getting your first downs, your offense is off the field very quickly, and then your defense is right back out there suffering because they're thin, and er- in the early going, they were injured. So, what he's shown is the propensity to say, I need to change what I want to do to protect another part of the team that might not be up to whatever the standards are. In that, that case, it was depth. What we've seen in, in terms of run-pass split is that he's going, okay, I don't have the guys for this passing game to work like I want it to work, so I'm going to protect the quarterback, the wide receivers. I'm not going to even put them at risk because I don't think they can do it. So I'm going to run the ball more because at least I can do that. And the same can be said for the very low number of pass attempts. He's like, I'm not going to put you in situation to ruin this. We're down on the goal line. Once we get inside the 10, you ain't throwing no more. No more. Hugh Freeze will definitely adjust what he wants to do in order to protect a weakness. Which is why the closer we get to that 50-50 split, all of the, the wins get better. The numbers get better because he's throwing it because he believes that he can. He believes that he has the personnel, quarterback, wide receiver, protection, whatever have you, to actually put a potent passing game out there on the field. So if we get to closer to 50-50, it means that he knows we can do it, and therefore he's going to call it. If we're not, that means he doesn't believe that the, the people that we have, he can get them to do it. So, yes, a split would be great, unlike— what we saw in, we, we were worried about this when Gus was here with Bo. It's like, why are you trying to get have a, a true freshman throw 40 times a game? Right. That's yeah. not what we should be doing. 
So we that, that definitely that- made me mad watching Bo Nix go out there and throw the ball <laughs> as much as he did. And, and, uh, uh, listen, uh, never mind, never mind, never mind, never mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I was, you I got was, triggered. You got yeah, triggered. Yeah, I did. So, I did. You got triggered. My bad. A, 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 a true freshman who just got there was not prepared to to run the offense, and we I think we spoke about this the last week or so. Mm-hmm. We should have. He should have been learning on the bench year one because he those big moments, those big games, he wasn't ready for it quite yet. But that's the flip side to what Hugh Freeze has been doing. Instead, said, well, let me protect this by doing something else. Gus was like, no, this is what we're going to do. Like, no, but we can't do it, though, Gus. Like, do you see that we can't do this? This doesn't work. And in the game, we won that Iron Bowl. We scored a lot of points, two uh, pick sixes. Ball through less than 15 times. It was a recipe of everything in the kitchen sink in the run game. Of course, we know the game designed touchdown that game in 2019 was uh, Booby Whitlow pop pass and get forward to Sean Shivers for a running touchdown. Well, no, technically it was a pass, right? Mm-hmm. Technically it was a pass touchdown. We didn't put the game in the quarterback's hands because he wasn't able to do it, but Gus decided to save that until the end of the year. Hugh Freeze gets out there and be like, nope, can't do it. Let's, let's just tuck it in. 50-50 would be ideal. If we go 50-50 run pass, that means... Hugh Freeze has the confidence in the personnel and the team to get it done on the field and offense. Okay, so, question. We, we mentioned QB. What does, that, what does the QB or the QB position look like in year two in order for the passing attack? I, you talked about the QB being very decisive and making the proper reads in, a, in an RPO, Right. So the question here is round robin going around to you guys is what do we need to see in spring ball, a day game? Mm-hmm. What do you want to mm-hmm. see from the QB position oh. that gives us at least some hope that we're trending towards an improved passing attack? We can see more of the pass as part of the run pass ratio in 2024. Start with you, Mike. Uh, well, we know that a day, uh, Game plans are kind of vanilla for a lot of reasons. Um, they don't want to show anything about what they're going to do. Uh, you know, Hugh Free said last year that he felt like the fact that nobody knew what Auburn's system was was going to be an advantage to them hmm. going into the fall. <laughs> he did right? say that. <laughs> right. So, the so, problem um, was Auburn you know, didn't, know, didn't know, either. know either. Yeah, he didn't know either. So, um, the players was, didn't know. Uh, that was tough. Uh, that was a tough quote to bring back up. Uh, so going into this spring, he's going to call plays. And I think that people may study, you know, what he's done before. But I would I would probably challenge anyone thinking about this to think about how, how maybe the game has changed since Hugh Freeze last did this successfully in the SEC. I think that the, the game has become more dynamic offensively uh, it requires more dynamic quarterback play, and um, we'll see what they can do from that position. I think Walker White is extremely talented, but I'm not sure you can count on him next year to step in and be the guy. That leaves you with Hank Brown, Holden Gurner, and Peyton Thorne. You know, d- does Peyton Thorne have another gear? I, I don't know, right? Like, I think that it's going to be hard for them to see that in practice from him. So to the question of like, you know, what do we need to see? I, I don't know what you see from Payne Thorne in practice at this point. It tells you it's going to translate to a game. You know, unless you're just saying our system was so bad it held them back. Uh, I just want to see them attempt to – I want to hear reports out of camp that the passing game looks competent. Heather Dennis yeah. comes down here again. I don't want her to leave and tell everybody you, we, they need patience with the wide receivers. 
Now, she got scoffed at, but clearly, you know, if you yeah. ask some fan, you know, she was on to something. So I think the reports just need to be that it looks better. And the bar's on the floor, so that should not be a hard thing to accomplish. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah. Um, from from I mean, as far as the A Day game is concerned, I think you just I think it needs to look like what Coach Free said he wanted to do last year, which is we're going to throw it around and we're going to see what we have. I just don't know that um, he got an opportunity to showcase that the way that he would have liked to. And we're in a very different scenario this season too, because you know only one of the, these quarterbacks is is even perceived as a running threat. It right, was like, raining last eight day, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was he, he wasn't able to do. He wasn't able to do much of anything. Yeah, and so like again, we're only one of these guys is perceived as a running threat. Which I mean, actually, that's how it was last eight day. Only one of the quarterbacks was perceived as a running threat, so one of them looked better than everybody else by default. Um, hopefully, the weather's in a good enough place where you get an opportunity to see them complete forward passes. Um, or at least attempt four passes so you can make an evaluation and say, okay, this is what we might look like. We'll see. Tim, two main Taylor asks, question number one is, who's going to be throwing the ball to Cam in the gang? There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at this point, um, I think people should, I think that people should brace themselves for year two of Peyton Thorne at Auburn. Uh, Those guys... I still I, fundamentally believe Peyton Thorne's in the, the driver's seat right now for QB one. Like, I, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that's I think that's a safe assumption. I, a fair, I think it's a fair statement. Yeah. It's a safe that's a safe assumption here. I have a fair statement. Look, Peyton I mean, Thorne, who else? Who else do you put in there? Who else do you put in the driver's seat? Nobody point. else has played significant snaps at quarterback yeah, in a college game. The experience argument might keep the others out unless. They outplay him significantly in camp. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just not sure I believe in that because if you listen to reports, he got outplayed in the last camp <laughs> and still won the job. So, yeah, I'm just, I think people should just go ahead and adjust yourself emotionally for Payne Thorne and just pray that he does better and they have a better plan for him. Because it wasn't all on Thorne. I'm telling you, this system was jacked up last year. It was not good. They did not good, do a good job. The coach can't be too busy recruiting to be involved in the game plan in year two. Well, he can't be. He has a first-year coordinator. Yeah, um, watch, well, so. yeah watch, watch it. Watch, uh, walk and chew gum at the same time, man. <laughs> yeah. Brad Browning says, Jay, 238. His previous passers completed more than that. Peyton Thorne attempted that. Hashtag mm. for shame. Wow. Yeah. 
Again, they completed more passes than he attempted last year. The ratio of run pass was disproportionately in favor of the run. And in the years that Hugh Freeze has done that, he's averaged under 30 points per game. I wonder if you add Payne Thorne's rushing attempts to his passing attempts, if you get to Hugh Freeze's average. Pass attempts? You're yeah. saying his average pass attempts, if you added all of the all attempts. Of the, runs, the runs that came out of, out of that. Yeah, like the runs that Peyton Thorne had to his pass attempts, I like know, you know. Man. But I mean, listen again. I, I think the, the offense. That was that was, a, that was several games where, like, when you looked at the number of pass, like, pass. I mean, we we ran the ball a lot in some of these games, yeah. so it, it, it's still it's still heavy run. I just think, that. man, this the the quarter the quarterback, requ- not requirements. The the what the coach is going to be asking of the quarterback is going to be drastically different this season than what was asked of quarterbacks last season. I think that they're just going to they're going to put more of a responsibility for him to throw the football this year. Like, look, man, make the read, throw the ball. As he should. As he should. Yeah. Rip the Band-Aid off, man. Let's go. You freeze offense. Let's go. Corey Weber says, I am not sure we saw much of anything from freeze year one. Year one was a bad Philip Montgomery experiment. He's still responsible, Corey. Yeah, and, and and I it's like listen, I I understand the, you know, Philip Montgomery Philip Montgomery it was more Philip Montgomery's offense, but coach Freeze is an off he's enough of an offensive guy that he should be able to walk into he he said this early in the season when it came to the defense if you guys remember. After the, you know, he's like, "Hey, I went into the defensive meetings and I said, "Hey, I wanted to see more stuff like this and they made some fixes." You should be able to do that with the offense right. 10 times better. Right. Because you're an offensive guy. I just don't know that it wasn't his system, but you can't just absolve him of the offensive output as the head coach, being right. an offensive head coach. Right. Yeah, I bet you. And, and I think I'm, I think what I, I I think what I'm gathering from Corey's point here is he expects it to be different. Oh, yeah, it should yeah, be. Yeah, that's what I'm putting it on Philip Montgomery. Just the experiment of Montgomery with Freeze right. was not good. Right. right. Because yeah, I, I mean, bet listen. you if you ask Philip Montgomery, he'd tell you that was not my offense. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, forgive me if I butcher your name. Dranus? Drah. <laughs> That, mm-hmm. Or that, or that. Uh, so forgive me. Offense seemed to play way too calculated instead of playing loose and having fun. That starts with the QB's energy on the field. Thoughts, gentlemen? He was definitely trying not to mess up. <clears throat> Peyton Thorne did, and, and there was some speculation that it was because somebody was behind him. Everybody was trying to excuse pressing. the bad play. Pressing. He was pressing because somebody was behind him because Hugh Freeze had said Robbie is going to get snaps at that point in the season. Yeah, but later when Robbie wasn't going to get snaps, you start throwing pick sixes. So I don't think that was necessarily it. So what yeah. is it that yeah, that's that, true? <laughs> what what is it that Robbie wasn't even at the bowl game? They ain't had none. No, <laughs> no, can't, can't put that on Robbie. So um, Hank Brown was behind him. Hank Brown. <laughs> oh, shit. every year somebody somebody behind him every time. So. so I don't know. I, the, the calculated part, I do. There's absolutely uh, some of this is <laughs> you get a quarterback <laughs> and wide receivers, and everybody <laughs> is trying to figure out something brand new, brand new, and that that's that's a real thing with football. Um, I told you one of the th- points that Hugh Freeze made in the offseason before the bowl game was why why they weren't gonna gonna go get a highly touted portal quarterback. He was like, if you look at the numbers. Year one with these guys isn't really what everybody expects. It's year two 
when they mm-hmm. turn around. That's actually a real thing. All the examples, Jaden Daniels was okay year one, year two, Heisman. Uh, there's plenty more examples, but that's just the first one. The, Michael Penix, The only caveat that I would give to that that actually hurts Coach Freeze's point is that in the vast majority of those situations, it was the same offense in year two as it was in year one. Yep, that's facts. They had continuity and flow right. in, those, in those year ones. And the baseline for performance for Jaden Daniels was still like top three in the conference. Yeah, in year yeah. one. Yeah, it was yeah. not bottom of the conference. Yeah, but even, right. even well, I'm just talking improvement in general. So if we, get, if we go up five slots from where we were in QB play last year, that is an improvement. But there is something to year two being the thing. But along with that was, yeah, year two is, is why it's going to look better, but you can still not be the right guy, period. Like, if you if his ceiling was nine, ninth in the conference last year, you want to go to fourth the conference, good. Is there somebody here who by the end of the year could be a, a top third of the conference player? And don't you have a, res- a responsibility to find that guy instead of, well, I know what I got here. I got this many years of experience. Yeah, but but no, though. But no, but go find the best guy. Like, I, I would assume that that's what he wants to do and that that would help some of the energy on the field because those players know when a quarterback is not equipped to execute the game plan. And that's part of this by itself. Do you think this guy is going to get it done for you? Nope. All right, let me go run these routes. Versus what you saw in the bowl game when somebody with a, with a lightning rod for arm got in there and all of a sudden everybody looking crisp and catching balls and stuff. There's a difference. Corey Weber says, can Cam Coleman reach 800 yards receiving this year? Mm, we're going to deal with this later in this show. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't want to put any yards on. on nah, we'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about it. <laughs> uh, can we at least all agree that the system was actually broken, though, and not place everything on one person? Peyton Thorne isn't the guy. This is the No p- one on O was the guy. This is the point that I was trying to make about his regression or his lack of production or whatever you want to call it a lot of this was some of this for him was the system and what they were asking him to do (laughs) i don't i just don't i i'm telling you 1200 yards of regression year over year for a quarterback is man that's like i don't people need to understand how bad that actually is for it to be all on him it's not. I, I just, I, there was a lot of dysfunction. There's no way in no world should Jarquez Hunter not have run for like 12, 1300 yards last year. He cranked out 909 last year in that. <laughs> so the, it, it hurt everybody. I just think it hurt Peyton Thorne a little bit more. And, and, and then, you know, he was his own worst enemy, of course, in some ways, but it definitely wasn't all him. I think if he has a bad season, he's still like a 2,000 2, to 2,200 yard passer. Yeah. If it's all on him. But 1,600 yards? Whew. Yeah, That's like not said, all the, Peyton the, Thorne. The, yeah, that's but too, but too. it's 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 number of plays. It's number of attempts. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's the, you know, I was talking about wide receiver this morning on the drop. And I'm like, you know, if you look, if you extrapolate numbers and you 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 assume averages hold, right? Like your, your assumption is, all right, if I do more of this same thing and the averages hold, then, of course, my numbers are going to look better you're going to get a better outcome from Peyton Thorne just by attempting more passes. Okay, okay. So um, hear me out on the, to add to what you're saying. He was a 30-attempt-per-game quarterback at Michigan State 
in a low 60 per, low 60s percentage completion rate. The completion percentage held at Auburn. Right. You just let him throw the ball less. Right. So he was exactly who he's been his whole career. You just let him throw the ball less. There were less opportunities for him, so he threw for fewer yards. Yeah, Mixed and a lot of that, down. like I said, is the is the the malfunction of the offense, right? Like you're you're yeah. not getting first down, so you're not getting as many attempts to right. th- run as many plays. Like there's a lot of reasons that Peyton Thorne's numbers dropped significantly that aren't just Peyton Thorne's all on not Peyton a good Thorne. Yes, correct. Yes, not all on him. All right, I'm gonna run through these two. Lawrence Robinson says not true for Joe Burrow. He had a different OC in year two. Then he comes back and says Bo Nix had a different OC in year two at Oregon. Yeah, again, I say the majority, not every. Oh yeah. So there, there's going right. to be yeah, examples yeah, yeah, of but the were those yeah, but were those different systems though, right? Like Burrow, Joe Burrow's was definitely yeah, yeah like a Joe Brady. Joe Brady had cooked up something obviously great for Joe Burrow. Um, again, to me, he those are outliers in my and opinion. I'd also argue. Joe Burrow didn't actually play better in year two. The system and the talent around him got better. He was always he was actually good that first year. He was pretty good, yeah. Yeah. Do you remember? Did you see that video, the hit that started it all for Joe Burrow? It was in the bowl game versus UCF, I think, the year before. He got nailed. And they were celebrating over his head, and he got up and torched them after that. And then, you know. <laughs> they woke up you know, in Boston. That's when he became Joey B. He became Joey B that day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that was just kind of his moxie the entire year that year before, where he just yeah, kept yeah, getting up you. off the mat. Like he just yeah. he was just kind of that guy. Yeah, the whole time he just mm-hmm. the, the system allowed him to showcase what he would do better, and that's the question that you have to ask yourself with Peyton Thorne: Is there a system that allows him to showcase his best self? And if the answer to that is a system that is more like last year than what we're going to see this coming year, bench him. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm saying, I mean, like, let's just be, let's be honest, right? No. If the system last year is what allows him to be his best self, then you can't go into year two with that. But if there is a system you're going to move into that allows him to be his best self, then let's see. I, I, I think, I think if 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 the answer to that was yes, Ike, and Hugh Freeze knows that, he goes and gets a QB out of the portal. He doesn't, hmm. he doesn't double down with Peyton Thorne. That's fair, right? So I, I think he believes that there is a better, there is a, a system that can showcase Peyton Thorne in a better light than what has what we've seen thus far. We just got to see it in spring, or he or, or at least hear about it. We may not see it, but we can hear about it.